The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Please welcome the host of e-com experts, Shauna Siegel. Hello, 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 and welcome to another edition. I'm so happy to be here. If you're listening to our live show, today is October 3rd, and if you're not in our chat room, you will really want to get in here tonight. Go to the top of webmasterradio.fm, and you will see the little chat link up on the very top. And what we're doing tonight is we're going to give one of our visitors in our chat room a free SEO report for their website. So what we're going to do is a major crawl through your site, find out if there's any problems. We're going to check your keyword rankings. Um, We're going to provide you great information for link partnering and also do some in-depth competitor research for you so that you know what you need to do to beat your competitors. You're going to love this. So get in our chat room now and be in here for a chance to win that. It's going to be lots of fun tonight because we are talking about data feeds and data feeds are so very, very important, but a lot of people just have no clue about them or how to get started or, you know, just really need some help. So I've asked, um, I've asked a friend of ours, Shailish from Atten Software to help us because I've been using a service now for about two months and I love it. Um, I never have to worry about the products in Google um, product search. They're there. It's awesome. It's flawless. I love it. So thank you so much for being with us tonight. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Well, I'm glad to have you because, you know, um, the data feeds is something that a lot of store owners struggle with. So let's start out with, you you know, what are data feeds? Uh, A data feed is... uh, basically a file that contains all of your product listing data from your store and uh, it's something that you submit to the different shopping engines and then they list your products in their shopping engine. Perfect, perfect. So now that we understand what they are, okay, why is this so important to um, do data feeds? Why is this so important? Well, um, a data feed is kind of uh, a key to promoting your products in different shopping engines. So there's a number of shopping engines that are free where you can submit your product listings to them for no charge and uh, just basically get free traffic to your uh, website. And um, these shopping engines are geared towards shoppers, so you're going to get people who are searching specifically for products. Mm, And that's what we like. Yeah, we like free traffic. We love free traffic. <laughs> we love free traffic. You know, and that's one of the things about, um, you know, using a data feed service, especially to Google product search, um, which most people don't realize, they don't have to pay per click for that. Exactly. And and that can be very, you know, 
you, you know, when you see these products going in there and you're seeing them um, um, come up and you're also seeing them in universal searches, it can make a big difference to your bottom line. Yeah, you'll get a lot of uh, free clicks um, from the shopping search in Google as well as um, your your uh, product listings will appear in the general organic search listings too sometimes for certain keywords. And we like that. Now, um, we understand that Google has made a lot of changes lately, which, you know, they always seem to be doing that every time. You you just think you've got it figured out, and now they're making another change. So what are some of these changes that they've made to their data feeds, and, and how is it affecting store owners? Um, this is, uh, they just, uh, the requirements just took effect on September 22nd, but they have been, uh, going over um, people's data feeds and, um, you know, enforcing the requirements for the past several months. Um, and they basically boils down to a lot of um, unique identifier fields are now required and uh, images are now required for every listing. So um, store owners really need to get that information together. And uh, there's a number of ways to uh, get that data together. But um, that's the basic um, new requirements that they have. And, and, and it makes sense because Google's trying to compare, you know, apples to apples instead of apples to oranges. So they are looking for that unique information. What is some of that? What are some of the things that they're now looking for they're now, that, or that they require for store owners to have? Well, there's three different fields for unique identifiers. One is the brand. Mm -hmm. uh, two is universal product code, UPC code. And three is manufacturer part number, which they call uh, MPN. Mm -hmm. And um, the requirement is that you provide two out of those three fields. And... Um, oh. That's, That's good news to hear because I, I did have a question that came in that said, what if I, my products don't have UPC numbers? Oh, we, uh, yeah, that question is very common. Um, if your product doesn't have a UPC code, uh, then you just leave that field blank and then you provide the brand and the manufacturer part number instead. Mm, okay, very good information to have because I know we actually had two people that asked that question, so it sounds like it's something that's that's pretty popular. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now um, one of the things that we've um, heard about recently is about Bing Shopping and Shopping.com merging. Do you think that's an important one for store owners to get into? Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, right now they, they just announced uh, their merger and uh, there's not a lot of details out there yet. But um, basically they're going to be accepting data feeds into Shopping.com and then um, – the shopping.com listings will be cross-listed in Bing Shopping. Now, it's not quite clear yet whether Bing Shopping is going to remain free um, mm -hmm. as it was before. But uh, mm -hmm. if you want to get the ball rolling on that, you can just start, you know, sign up with shopping.com and that way you, you would be ready for whatever changes come coming along. That's wonderful. Yeah. And, and you know, it's um, I, I find myself where sometimes I forget about being and then we keep being reminded that it is the decision 
search engine, you know, that helps you make those decisions. So I've noticed on a lot of our customer websites that more and more results are coming in from Bing um, when they are looking for products and it's starting to just grow a little bit more every day. Is this something that you're seeing as well? Um, I haven't seen that as as much, but I know that Bing's rankings have been increasing um, Mm -hmm. in terms of how much traffic they've been getting and also because they've been advertising, they've been promoting Bing search, especially for (laughs) products. I don't know if you've seen the TV ads. And I think that is uh, Microsoft's making a big push for their shopping uh, search engine. Yeah, absolutely. And, and you know, the, we used to always see those Yahoo commercials, and now we're just seeing Bing more and more and more. And it's something I think we, we need to start paying attention to because, of course, we need to be where our clients are. That's most important. So um, let's go ahead and take a little break and then kind of talk about not only what, sh- you know, shopping store engines that um, our store owners should be in, but also how do we optimize for these, these feeds for the different different shopping engines. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Webmaster Radio um, and Ecom Experts. Time to check out our sponsors. Ecom Experts will return after this. From the creators of We Build Pages, experience the power of the Internet Marketing Ninja. An exclusively trained army of nearly 100 in-house ninjas. Mastered in the arts of social media, local marketing, content creation, SEO reporting, and yes, link building. The Internet Marketing Ninjas will release a new version of their legendary tools to the public. Visit the Internet Marketing Ninjas booth at PubCon 2011 Vegas or visit imninjas.com. The Ninjas are coming. Looking for an affiliate network that can package every solution an advertiser or publisher needs in one account? Your one-stop source for full-service solutions is AdMedia.com. AdMedia delivers an incredible lineup of specialized XML feeds for local, social, and search, plus the advertising arsenal of PPC, SEM, contextual, display, and more. AdMedia gives your campaign real visibility, from emailers to domain redirects. AdMedia tailors your all-in-one campaign to give your account a real advantage. AdMedia.com delivers cost-effective ad solutions with real conversions. Learn everything AdMedia can do for you today. Sign up at AdMedia.com. AdMedia, strong ROI made simple. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers... Open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101. Catch us Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm. A flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. Welcome back, everybody. And you are giving me some awesome questions in our chat room. So let's go ahead and just hit those out right away so that way we understand it. So our first question is, is the 
um, item number or the product number the same thing as like a code, um, especially that's used in a Yahoo store? Um, yeah, if well, if if the manufacturer supplies a product code, then you want to use that as the manufacturer part number. But if the manufacturer, like let's say you make your own custom made items or you sell clothing, and that that but those kind of products don't have uh, any kind of uh, part number associated with them. In that mm-hmm. case, you can just use your own product code that you uh, put into your Yahoo store or um, your SKU that you put into your uh, any other platform. Okay. And so Lisa's asking if she's customizing a lot of her products that she gets directly from the manufacturer, she basically needs that part number from the manufacturer and the manufacturer's name, correct? Yes, that's correct. You need the manufacturer and the manufacturer part number. And the reason is that what Google is going to do is they're going to take uh, your um, identifiers from and then match them up to identifiers that other merchants are submitting. And then when you search for that product in, in Google product search, what you'll see is um, that product will show up with a little compare button. And when you click that compare button, you're going to see all the merchants who are submitting that same product. And they've matched all those products by, based on the brand and the unique uh, UPC and MPN. Now, if you're selling books, is it a good idea to also put in the ISBN number as well? Yeah, actually, for books, um, ISBN is required. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Okay, now we have a really great question about Yahoo stores that says, how do you get your data feed on Google Shopping if you have a Yahoo store and the data feeds they have do not work, which is, this is a very, very common problem for Yahoo store owners. They go to, you know, upload their, what they think is the correct data feed and it just doesn't work. So um, how, you know, how do we go about that for Yahoo store owners? Um, Yeah, the, for, for a Yahoo store owner, Google does not accept the um, store export files that the Yahoo store produces. Those store export files are in XML format that's Yahoo proprietary. So you need some way to convert that file to the format that Google accepts. And um, like short of making your own program, you might want to use a data feed service provider. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll, I'll be honest, I have I have a lot of experience making these type of database files. But let me tell you, it is insane trying to do this for Google. So I love paying you and being done with that. That's my favorite thing because <laughs> I don't ever have to worry about it when I change projects or anything like that. And it's and it's always very quickly, uh, very quickly updated. I mean, do you guys do it, what, every 24 hours? Yeah, we have a every 24 hours and actually for Google we just came out with a new continuous option which basically will check your store every hour or so and if your store has been changed it will submit it right away because as part of this September 22nd Google update uh, what they what they want you to do is actually submit your uh, product changes as soon as they happen that way shoppers get you know the latest freshest pricing and data availability you know, another common thing that Yahoo store owners ask, and I, I get this asked quite a bit, is about showing their ratings in the Google shopping results. And and what I've seen as far as my own research is you've got to pay like $500 a month to Power Reviews or um, I think the other one was Bizarre Voice in order to get that show up. They're not showing those Yahoo ratings, right? 
Yes, that's correct. Unfortunately, there's no way for merchants to, um, you know, submit their own uh, uh, store reviews, store ratings into the shopping engine. Although they do have an announcement saying that, you know, they're going to have a, they're going to create a way for you to submit them. And, uh, the, I mean, the other way is like, like you said, those two uh, um, large review companies where you can um, sign up with them and uh, let them gather your reviews and they have a partnership with Google. To, uh, now, what? Yeah. yeah. Now, what was really interesting, and I wish we could have gotten more information before our show tonight, um, and this, I mean, this just came out, you know, this morning, um, is that Google is now starting a this whole thing called Google Trusted Stores. Um, and so that was really, really interesting that now they're going to have where customers, you know, can do these ratings. And I'm kind of wondering um, if, if maybe they are um, going to be able to use this information for the Google product search. Yeah, it sounds like that would be very much related to uh, Google product search, um, somehow featuring those stores. I mean, I I would imagine. I haven't heard much about it yet, but... uh, just came out this morning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is very exciting. And and I'm putting in the link into our chat room again um, because of the fact that it did come out this morning and you do have to fill out a form to submit your website. So you want to get that bad boy submitted right away. If you are listening and you're not in our chat room, um, just do a search for um, shop with confidence across the web. And that's from the Google Commerce blog. And I'll also put that link up tomorrow in our our show archive. So um, this will be really absolutely great. Now, one other question we have from um, one of our listeners who sells gift baskets online. And, you know, they don't have that unique qualifier. They don't, you know, they've got multiple brands in the basket. How should they handle that? Well, in that case, um, they would just want to either put their own company name as the brand if those, uh, you know, baskets are um, made by them or they would just create a field in their Yahoo store for the brand and then enter the brand for um, all those items um, that uh, and use their code field as the um, manufacturer partner. We actually have a lot of clients who do it that way mm-hmm. and meet the requirements that way. So it's more important to fill out that information than to not have it at all? Um, yeah, well, you have to have the information. You have to have the brand and the manufacturer part number at a minimum. Okay. All right. So that's good news to know that we've got to have that information, especially if you're going to be doing the feeds. And if you're not showing that, I know we have a lot of Yahoo store owners. If you're not showing brand on your individual pages, you can change that up in catalog manager and I'll have those directions um, on our blog tomorrow as well. So, um, uh, you know, a big question people ask is, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do data feeds, you know, but which shopping search engine should I sign up for? Which one should I be in? Okay, that that's a very common question. Um, what I always tell people is sign up for Google first. Google is one of the toughest uh, in terms of requirements, but it's doable, and uh, the rewards are great because Google is the biggest uh, shopping engine, and they don't charge you anything. So that's the perfect place to start. Um, mm-hmm. After that, there's another uh, free shopping engine called Defined, 
and um, they are also, you know, totally free. They are also their model is based on they want as many listings as possible in their search engine. Um, so uh, there's those two, and Bing was a good one, although they're kind of going through a transition right now. So we'll see how that plays out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a few other smaller um, free shopping engines, uh, Go Shopping, and then a few others have like um, some programs where they can accept listings on a limited basis. Um, but after that, mainly you would want to start with targeting uh, cost per click um, shopping engines. Um, I think the biggest ones probably Price Grabber, Nextag, um, Shopping.com, and uh, there's there's quite a few of them actually. So mm-hmm. that's, that's that's where wonderful. I would recommend. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, sometimes I tell people do some searches for your product, whatever you're selling, and whatever shopping search engine seems to come up the most. That's the one you need to be in because that's what your customers are seeing as well. So I, I, I love I love your advice, and that's awesome. That's I mean, this is exactly what we need. So let's do this. Let's take another real quick break. Um, give me more of your questions in our chat room during the break so we can get them answered, and then when we come back, we'll also learn how the heck do we optimize these data feeds so we can show up first don't go anywhere you're listening to ecom experts on webmasterradio.fm time to check out our sponsors ecom experts will return after this do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of mount everest it doesn't have to be TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. TopSEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let TopSEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Welcome to the home of the latest search marketing news and views of the world. Welcome to the state of search. Boss Bondenbeld and Roy Hoiskey scope the entire search marketing space from Berlin to Bucharest, London to Lisbon, the Silicon Valley and beyond. Search marketers from around the world discuss the latest headlines and issues in search engine marketing, social media, and more. State of Search, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the International Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Drop into the Webmaster Chat Room. Webmasterradio.fm. Clothing is optional. Webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. You're back with the Ecom Experts, only on Webmasterradio.fm. Here's Shauna Siegel. 
great conversation going on in our chat room. And, you know, they were kind of talking about the find and, um, you know, yes, they got hit with the Panda update, which was really interesting because, as a lot of people know, the find was just kind of going in and grabbing other people's content and putting it on their website, which, as we know from listening to this show, you know, duplicated content is a is a big, big no-no. So we don't want to do that at all. Um so our guest has it looks like has been um, got disconnected with us. We're going to bring him right back. Um, but you know that you guys have got some really great questions, and you were talking about um, the Google trusted stores, um, and so that's something that you know there's not a lot of information on, and if it's required that you're going to have to use Google Checkout. Um, so far, from what we're seeing, it doesn't specifically say you're going to have to use Google Checkout, um, but I know a lot of people are concerned about that because it's against the um, terms of service with Google and with Yahoo um, that you know that they put it in there. So um, what was that from? Yeah, I remember saying that exactly too. All right. So our guest is back with us. So um, let's go ahead and talk about some of the questions we've kind of gotten here. And um, Maggie wants to know, you know, how costly is it to have your site submitted to a data feed for Google? I know that there's different pricing for different um, companies that you go for. So if you could, can you help us? What is your pricing schedule? Our pricing is $13.50 a month for your first data feed to any of the shopping engines. And then if you have additional data feeds, then they're four fifty a month. And you can have any number of uh, data feeds and you can have any number of stores in your account. I tell you what, within the first let's week um i had enough sales from google product search to pay that 1350 so thank you very much because that was awesome i appreciate that (laughs) good all right so now the biggest thing that people really need to understand is that they need to optimize this data feed just like they would their regular website right yes the data feed does need some level of optimization yes Okay, so um, what should they be doing to optimize these data feeds? Okay, I think it, it really starts in your store where you want to, for every product, you want to make sure that you provide enough information that's going to go through your data feed to the shopping engine. Now, all of this data doesn't have to appear in your product pages, but it should be in your um, database, your product database. So basically those unique identifiers that I was, talking about the brand, the manufacturer part number, the UPC, then you want to make sure that you have an image and you want to make sure that it's a large image and it's a high-quality image Um, because uh, Google is starting to display larger images in their search results, especially for clothing items. And um, those are the basic requirements. Um, Mm -hmm. There's quite a lot more. Um, one of the things that our data feed service has is a Google feed analysis, which tells you, okay, you're missing this data on this item or, you know, it will basically tell you what you need to do to get your product data into shape. Um, Mm -hmm. There's um, more requirements when you sell apparel that came out as part of this new data feed update. Um, If you're selling apparel items, there's four fields that you need. Um, age group, uh, gender, uh, color, and size. And it depends on which 
category um, of clothing you're submitting, but those are the four basic fields. And then there's another field called Google Product Category, which now applies to all um, all categories, and that is also a recommended field. In some cases required, but um, it's very strongly recommended. And in that field, you would enter um, a taxonomy. You would enter a category from Google's taxonomy. So you would have to enter, you look up the category for your products on their website, and then you put that put that into your product catalog. And uh, mm. once you have all that information, then you can uh, submit an optimized data feed. It's it's a lot of information, but again, um, it's 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 also um, you know, I mean, this is free traffic once you get it set up. Yes, once you get it set up, and it's not like you have to get it all set up on day one. You can start submitting your feed with all the items that you have uh, um, with the data that it's already ready, and then you know you can work on your items over time and mm. uh, submit more listings over time. Perfect. Okay. Now, if those of you that are looking for, well, what the heck is my product category? I just posted a link in our chat room that kind of gives you a breakdown of all of those different ones. And if you're looking, um, you're not in our chat room to grab that link. It's Google. I just typed in Google product search categories, and it was the very first one that came up. And that will be very helpful to help you figure out, you know, which category you belong in. Now, for some store owners, um, this may, you know, if they are selling multiple types of products, they could be in different categories for each product, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, you can you can provide a category like uh, in our data feed system. You can provide a default category that applies to all your items, and then you know as you start filling in data into your store, like more specific categories for products, then that will be incorporated into the feed automatically. So mm-hmm. you can get by with just the top level category for um, you know that applies to all your items as a quick way to get started, and then, you know, you can go more detailed as you find time. Okay. Now, somebody's asking here, how do you enter Google product category in Yahoo stores? So um, that's the one that you've got to go into, catalog manager, go into the tables, and add you know, whatever the name of that should be into there. I'm going to do step-by-step instructions and actually I'll just do a quick video on putting that product category together. Cause I, I think that that is, um, that's a common question on how to put those in. Um, so that's, that's what we're, that's what we're looking at. Great question. Um, how about the product type? Is it also from the taxonomy? Um, product type can be, is, Google defines it as the merchant's category, so it's whatever category you want to use for your products. Okay. Um, it, can, it can be anything, essentially. Um, now, this uh, somebody else is asking, what about clothing variants? Is it needed? Uh, no, there's two ways to submit your clothing variants. You can either submit just one of the variants. Um, this is especially, you know, if you don't have a picture of every color of every item which is what they require now, um, then you would just submit one listing for each uh, product. You would just put the color of the main item, the size of the main, of the, the most common size, uh, the gender and the age group, and then you can just mm-hmm. submit one variant for each um, product. And, uh, I, I feel sorry for those submit, clothing you know. people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What Google has done is... Uh, 
they bought they bought uh, boutique.com which was a, a search engine specialized for um clothing and uh they have this really cool search feature where you can um search for dresses based on the silhouette of the dress and what they do is they actually have some fancy algorithms that um will look in your product pictures for the silhouette of the dress so they can you know show like an a-line dress or uh, i don't know dress types but they, they can basically show it that based on the shape and the picture that you provide so if you meet these requirements you're going to get really good uh, visibility for your products absolutely in the, in the product clothing search yeah that is phenomenal okay now one other question we have on our chat room do you offer a facebook store feed Yes, we actually have a Facebook Shop Tab feed. So if you sign up with Shop Tab, um, I think it's like ten or fifteen dollars a month, based on the number of items. You can do a data feed from our system to Facebook Shop Tab. Um, there's several mm-hmm. other shop, uh, Facebook. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I I love this because um, I know like okay. if you can keep them within Facebook and make a purchase from your store. I mean, this is absolutely awesome. So please, more info, more info. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If if you have a Facebook fan page, which um, I would recommend for everybody, um, then you can uh, add purchases shop tab application that you know shows up as a new tab in your fan page, and then people can browse your products right from within your um, Facebook page, and then they they can click on the items, and then they go to your store, and they can check out from your store. Okay, and now just for my knowledge, then that also works with your your stuff, because if it does, I need. That. Oh yeah, you, <laughs> yeah. We have a pretty short uh, um, setup in, instructions for that. You just add the feed in your account, and you can have a feed going, you know, in an hour or half an hour, however long it wow. takes okay. to set, go through those instructions. Yeah. We might have to do a video on that, too. I love that. That is so cool. I love that. You know, we're trying out all these different things for our Now What store and just having so much fun doing it and and learning, going through all the same things our store owners do because, I mean, it's just absolutely wonderful. Now, someone was wondering with videos, and I'm not sure what that question really means. Um, I guess it's maybe the store fee. Do you have videos? If you have videos in the caption, will that go along as well? If you have videos in the caption, um, no, I, I, at this time, I don't think Google accepts videos as far as I know. Okay. All right. Just wanted to make sure. Um, and I'm getting that this is one of the most informative info ever. So I really have to thank you for being with us tonight and giving us such great information. It is truly awesome information. And um, I definitely recommend, you know, if you need someone for your data feeds, I've really enjoyed their service. It's absolutely wonderful. You know, thirteen fifty a month to get your products into Google Shopping for me right there. That's just worth it. And like mom said, even if you just do it for the next three months to get through um, the holiday season, you're going to love it. You know, you're going to absolutely love it. So thank you again for coming on tonight. And we'll make sure to tell people to go check out um, Atten Software, A-T-E-N Software.com um, and sign up because it's a really great service. Great. Thank you. It's uh, my pleasure. And uh, thank you for your great questions. 
All right, perfect. And you know, if you guys also have any questions more, you know, I've I've written this ge- nice gentleman, and and I always get answers right away. And the setup was very simple. As a matter of fact, I wanted to do a video on that because it was so simple. So if you wind up signing up, um, and you want me to hook it up for you, and I can create a video doing that, let me know. Email us so I can take care of that and create a video for all of our users so they can kind of see how this is. Um, that would be absolutely wonderful so before we go and thank you again absolutely wonderful information all right so before we go we have a full seo report that we got to give away here um and i'm so excited to give that away and i think we should maybe ask a question we need a really good question um that we covered here on the show do you have a great question we should ask for the winner are you still with us um, Uh, (laughs) okay and uh, like a data feed question? Yeah, let's do a data feed question. Make sure everybody was paying attention. <laughs> oh, well, what? Yeah, we could do what right. are the three things that um, unique product identifiers? How's that? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah. All right, so what are the three? Come on, give them to us, um, and let's see who's got the answers of that. The three that they need for unique product identifiers. There's three things that they're looking at. You've only got to have two of them. Get that into our chat room right now so we can go ahead and get a winner. All right, that's it for tonight for Ecom Experts. I hope you guys had a wonderful time. I know that I did. It was very educational. And watch our blog, blog.onechoiceforyourstore.com tomorrow for um, some links and all that great information. Lisa Bright, congratulations. You have won. And have a wonderful evening, everybody. I'll see you next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for another edition of Ecom Experts.